And we are live! Live on the air with Alex and Aaron. Oh, that's terrible. Is that our theme Wait, song? Should we actually, <laughs> instead of the intro music, that's what we should do. With like, a horrible toned voice? Yes. It's natural. It's nature. It's nature. <laughs> that sounds like snakes. Okay. How's it going, y'all? Hi. Hi. Today we're talking about something very exciting. Wait, can you say it the way yeah. that you... Yes. She messed it up in the I beginning. I messed it up. Today's topic... Today's topic is buying a spouse without your house. <laughs> Just kidding. It's buying a house without your spouse. I'm a poet. You are. And we are not proposing that you buy a spouse. No. <laughs> Let me just put that out Absolutely there. Absolutely not. Let's definitely confirm that's not our intentions. Mm-hmm. No, so this is a great topic. So we've covered a lot of different things. And I think this topic is something that people ask a lot. I have a lot of people currently who are going through the approval yeah. process. And they are trying to figure out how to get, be in the best position for lots of reasons. Like credit score. Someone has better credit than the other. Correct. Someone makes more money. Someone has more debt. There's lots of different reasons why. Maybe just maybe to own keep, a business. Maybe just to keep exactly to keep things separate, right? For which I'm a proponent on. Absolutely. I don't know why people don't understand. Well, that. I, don't, I don't think they. I don't think. I think if someone doesn't understand, it's because they haven't ever been in a situation where they it meant anything to them. Okay. Right. Like that's yeah. that's a strategy for a lot of people. It is, and not everyone can qualify. On their own. One person, exactly right. Correct. Some people, you have to have both. Correct. Um, which could be because they're all joint loans on their current obligations, right? So to give you an example. Yes. You have a young couple. They're coming to get pre-approved to buy a house. They've been married for a couple of years, and they have two car payments. They're $350 each, and they are both on both car payments. I hate that. So, so really, it's, generally speaking, yeah. you could... People do it because they're quote-unquote married and they feel like everything needs to be together. But even if you get divorced, you're still, depending on what state you're in. Yeah, it just depends. So, yeah. people, but, but there's a lot of misconception with your debt has to be joint when you're married. It doesn't have to be. It's a personal choice. Correct. Specifically for real estate, you don't both have to be. You can both be on the contract to purchase the property, but only one person be on the loan. Or only one person on the loan and on title. Or pull on me. That's you. And one person I'm just on, the just landlord. You. You're the landlord. I well, love it. Makes it makes sense because you guys have a business. And Chong is a tenant. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. That? That's right. No, Chong. you wouldn't want to live there after. Chong, Chong is a tenant. There. No, you can't. You need a couple, you need like a year security deposit for him to live in that house. I'm telling you. By the way, have you moved in? Guys, I don't know if you know this. We haven't done a podcast since Alexandra became a homeowner. I know. You are officially, you officially have the most beneficial indebtedness that you likely will have. I do. As far as tax benefit. I do. Congratulations. I do. It's very exciting. We could get into the fun stories of Alex's settlement, but we'll wait for another episode. Um, (laughs) But buying a house without your spouse, once again, can be a great strategy. So let's go over like personal examples. Um... Let's think about this. So we can use me. Yeah, perfect. So do you tell your story? Go. Okay. So obviously we run a company together, business. Everything we keep is separate. The cars are in his name mm-hmm. on purpose. Um, everything is separate, regardless. It's just easier. It's our personal belief. 
So when it came to buying a house, it I'm the one who qualified, and I'm the one who's on the loan, uh-huh. and I'm the one who's on the deed. Right. Easy peasy. Yep. Um, it was more beneficial, I would say, mm-hmm. because knowing that we can use that as leverage if we wanted to go and buy another house. Absolutely. Or if leverage... Of God forbid someone comes after us for something. Yep. I yep. have no risk with the business and he has no risk on the exactly. personal asset. And that's a that's a security thing. It is. So I like it. I also think it's um it makes things easier. I mean, you know how much documentation is needed for one person on a loan. Oh my god. So think about it if there were two and a business yeah. involved. So you're you know, we could get into the details of like how your loan was structured, but basically it's one person, one income versus showing a business, right? Business tax returns or LLCs or S corps or schedule C, like whatever it is. It's too much. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, so it kept things real simple for you guys too. And when it I was. say real simple, I just mean as simple as it can get. <laughs> as I'm about to refi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why? So, but now you're a pro. But I told him, I was like, I haven't even moved in yet. But wouldn't you say that you, you going through this, you see things so differently now. I do. From the perspective of being a professional that advises people in this every day yeah. to now the perspective of a buyer. I do. And a perspective from a, a buyer doing it like as a single buyer. Right. Not like single in the terms of relationship, right. but in the sense of like qualifying on your own whatnot so very different for sure it was a very long process i felt like i feel like it was just never well, gonna end but also not with you guys a year ago a year ago yes and did you know i settled exactly to the date a year later we talked about that on your settlement day which is so weird actually it was well 364 days. days yes because it was the 12th that you entered a contract correct. you settled on the 11th correct so I pay attention see so you know um but that's cool but you had been dealing with this whole, you know, uh, seeing this structure rise out of the ground for yeah. well, well, well longer before you were in the loan process. Yeah. And a lot of you don't know that when you are purchasing new construction, it obviously takes longer than just 30 days. It's also chunk you have to put down. A with huge, a much more um, in security deposits. Mm-hmm. But we also have to verify all those security deposits that you did last year. Correct. So and it's, it's easier just... for one person. Exactly. Back to our topic. Because mm-hmm. if you have one check from one mm-hmm. joint, whatever it is, one account right. to the other, right. you know, it's even goes as far as if you have a joint account and you reimburse yourself from another account. Oh, my God. I was like. <sighs> yeah. Stuff that we all do on a regular basis. Yes. From like moving money around. It's a nightmare in the mortgage business. So It is. It's just because there just are It's easier federal... to do it by yourself, people. Well, yeah, and because <laughs> the day-to-day, just like, so if you are getting ready to buy a house, mm-hmm. whether it be new construction or resale, I don't care what it is, talk to a lender a couple months before you're ready, because, a minimum, because we can say, don't move your money around. This is how you should live we leading up also, to it. So you what don't you did, do so much sourcing of documentation. You refied off. Your other home. Right. Exactly. So that's a so great example. we both have similar situations. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think I touched on that one in a previous episode, but just to give a recap, when my husband and I bought our first house, we bought it together. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure we needed to at that time. We both had to be on the loan. And that's the thing. We're not proponents on you have to buy it by yourself because no. obviously there's circumstances where you need two incomes yes. to qualify. Yes. And, but 
it's worth looking at if you have that opportunity. Correct. Um, but when we knew we were getting ready to buy the next place, we refi we'd already planned on refinancing our current home because okay. we just had some opportunity to save money. Yeah. And working for a mortgage company, like, it's pretty easy. Why not? Um, so I refinanced myself off of that loan. So okay. that it was just in my husband's name. So he qualified on his income for that mortgage. Mm-hmm. So that when we went to buy our next home, mm-hmm. which was new construction, as you know, they won't take contingent contracts. I qualified on my own for that one. There you go. So that we could still live in our home. Yeah. But knowing we were selling it, but the idea was just that I wasn't tied up in the... I was still entitled to that property. So I did still have to show... You still had to... The property taxes and okay. the insurance, but minimal in relation to the overall to the obligation. Whole thing. Correct. Um, and that was a great strategy so that we were able to buy new construction. It's a leverage. Because if we had both been yeah. on that loan, we might not have qualified with that obligation as well. Correct. So it worked out. And those are things yeah. I know, and now you know, that yeah. people don't have that conversation every day. No, so and I don't think you all, I don't think people both need to honestly be on title. I, I just don't get the point. I don't think, I get it. Like, if you want that sense of like accomplishment of, I, my first time house and I want to be on the deed, whatever. Well, but I'm like, you don't really necessarily both need to. But also, your husband, Josh, owned a house previously. Correct. So you would not have gotten any first time homebuyer incentive. Correct. If he had been on the loan or on title. Correct. So, guys, there's lots of things here that we could talk about of what, what yeah. makes sense. And everyone's different, right? That works for you. It does. It works for some situations. It doesn't work for everyone. It's like my disclaimer. I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, look, you know, be open to anything that your lender would, you know, maybe give you mm-hmm. some, um, some guidance on because it could be worth the conversation. Um, what would you say to, let's just maybe second time home buyers or mm, second time home buyers who still probably need to qualify together? Yeah. How would you, what guidance would you give them in order to take the steps to make this happen? They've already purchased the home. They're both on it, but mm-hmm. they may still both need to qualify for the next one. What could they do over, let's just say, a four-month span, um, five months, whatever? So if we have the opportunity to refinance one of them off, or they both need to still be on the other one? Well, I'm we sure you've know. seen everything. Yeah, so there's lots of different guidelines, and guidelines change all the time. Mm-hmm. But to give you a good one that just came out, Chong and I did a little fist pump over it. <laughs> he said, if you don't need the assets okay. from the sale of your property, okay. it used to be your house has to settle before you go to closing on the next one, if it's a contingent. Correct. There's a new rule now. It says if you have a contract on your home, even if it's not closing till after your sale, we can omit that liability. So they'll just wipe it clean. Well, they just say, if you have a ratified contract with a closing date within 60 days of your closing date. No contingencies? You don't have to write contingent. So, do you know, it's, it would be like, it would be, and this is where it's so important, guys, you have to listen to your real estate agent because when someone, when you go to some, a real estate agent and you want to buy a new house and you know you need to sell your other one, when your agent tells you to put your house in the market, you need to listen. <laughs> not do it four months And later. not go out and fall in love with the property. And then say, I'm ready to write an offer, 
but you don't qualify because you need a right to contingent and no one's going to accept your offer. And now you're mad at your lender and your real estate agent. But and you your house wasn't even on but, the market. But you're the one who didn't listen. Had your husband on the market. So had your husband on the market and you had secured a contract. Now it wasn't even a settlement contingency. We run into this often where we'll have listings and mm-hmm. that seller wants to go buy another house. <laughs> and they cannot qualify or not qualify. They cannot... Their offer doesn't stand out because their house isn't on the market. And the listing right. agent goes, why would I want to accept that offer offer right. when your house isn't even on the market yet? Right. Even if it's a guaranteed sale. How is it guaranteed, though, if it's on the market or not on the market? Correct. It's just a matter of opinion, right? Correct. I had that happen earlier this year, no matter how much I tried to explain it to them. I was like, we need to sell your house or at least get a listing agreement signed. Signed and present that with it. Hey. Well, this is what that was time, but I meant, or at least an offer is what I meant to say. An offer okay. showing that we do have something. Because right now you're asking for, hey, Mr. Seller, I would like to buy your house. I haven't put my house on the market yet, but don't worry. I will. I will. Take my word for it. Yes. <laughs> Handshake on yeah. that one. Yeah. No. What do you mean they yeah. don't like trust me? <laughs> exactly. No, that's a, that's a good topic. I mean, it's important to... Um, it is. To kind of talk through that because it's all about relationships and trusting. Mm-hmm. All of the options, opportunities, parameters, rules. Like there's just so much that goes into it, but you have to have a partnership with professionals who are advocating for you and guiding you in the right direction and giving you good advice. And and then you have to then you have to listen. <laughs> then you have to listen. And you can always add your spouse or significant other's name on right after afterwards Mm -hmm. if you really wanted to have that sense of security yeah and they don't have to be very easy and just be on the contract if they want it to be but again if you've got two people who are relatively well qualified why would you put the second one on there you could use maryland first and home buyer twice yeah Someone buy the house first. Correct. On their own. Yeah. Then in 10 years when they're buying the million dollar home. There you go. First time home buyer. Exactly. So it, that only goes give, to a certain dollar. Or give the home. other person all the debt. Like. Right. All the day to day debt. Right. As far as insurance, whatever else. Right. Um, okay. Besides with the other topics we talked about, the main reasons, why else would you recommend Buying it's not a, house. a recommendation. It's a matter of just hey, a, an you option. could do this. Yeah, it's um, it's. I will tell you, it's a sense of empowerment, like a little off topic, but a sense of empowerment, knowing that you can do it yourself. Yeah, I'd say that's some pride of some pride. Right, it's a there. little pride. You're yeah, like, like, yeah, but okay. I also need you to pay still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, I think it's um, yeah. I think it's all obviously a personal decision. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's... Um, if you can do it. If you can do it, then just look at what it... If it doesn't make a damn bit of difference, then who cares? Other no. than it being simpler for you on the mortgage side. I'm telling you, there are some people where I've had loan programs that they could fit into that would be better payments. And I'd be like, well, we can take, you know, Mr. Joe off the loan. You qualify on your own. No. And they go, no, no, no. We want to do this together. Sometimes I think it's a culture thing. Sure. It can be cultural. It can also be just, this is our first time doing this. We want to do it together. And again, whatever you want. But just know that you have the opportunities to do things differently. Should it make sense for you. 
And it's interesting because two years ago, we didn't know if it was an option. And then we, I, like, never thought about it. And then Chong brought it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was some other finagling with other sure. things, as, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. And then finagling, I don't mean illegal. I mean, like... No, just preparing. Preparing Putting for Putting stuff in place, yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Structuring pay and, and whatever and allowance, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Figuring out so that it makes sense for the numbers to work. When Correct. Taking liabilities planning. off me, cars off me, moving it to one... You know, yeah. taking the steps we were just talking about. Right. Right. I didn't realize it until about two years ago, and I was like, huh. Well, just like you mentioned it in actually the podcast makes sense. previously, it's not just about what today holds is what all you're ever going to do. No, sit no. down with the professional and say, this is what I want to do, and have them reverse engineer it. Just like we said, you weren't ready when you decided you wanted to buy a house. Correct. And then you found out what you needed to do, and then you did it. Yeah. So it's not, it's not signed, sealed, and delivered the moment you find out that you don't qualify, or that you can't qualify, or that there are some things you need to do. It means... Get your button gear yeah. and get them done and then you can do it. So you're a perfect example of listening to the professionals. <laughs> I want like an echoing like listen, 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 listen. Do, 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 the, 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 the professional. <laughs> I'm curious, curious how that's going to sound. sound. <laughs> I, I agree. It was good. I think that was good. Um, it was. It's, it's, a, it's a short little topic but I yeah, do think it's, it's um, uh it's a um, it's an important need. topic because not everyone can do it, but if you have the ability to do it, go ahead and try. Yep. Because also you got to think about it too. If you dream of, I'm going to put this out there. If you dream of owning a home here for a couple of years and then you want to move out of state or you want to go buy that dream home somewhere else, somewhere warm, but... You don't know if it's possible because you're thinking, shoot, I gotta sell my house, and then I gotta then find my house down there. But if only one of you, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then the other one can go ahead. Exactly. So, fun little topic. Just like you said, I mean, you could buy the, you could buy the retirement home, the vacation home before my Florida house. So I think about that now. Peyton will be in kindergarten next year. I'm like. So am I buying a beach house with the money I spend on daycare? Because it's a mortgage a month. It is. So like. Crazy. Now Derek can go buy a beach house. You know what's funny? Even though we bought our house and I like love it. It's great. I literally thought to my head. I'm like. Should have bought a bungalow somewhere. But I'm like. Where are you going to buy a bungalow with two car garage (laughs) around here? (laughs) For like. For like. You know what I'm talking about? Like. Where am I going to do that? I'm not gonna live in Chong's neighborhood. The trees scare the crap out I of me. I know they do. <laughs> Those mature trees—they'll get you. They're like forty feet tall. I know, they're beautiful. I have no trees in my neighborhood, so. Oh, do I? Oh, we're nice. safe. We're safe from the trees. <laughs> we're just killing the environment, though. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have a All wonderful guys. Friday and. Um, happy Easter! Happy Easter and happy Passover. Passover. Are we missing any other holiday? It's not Greek Easter yet. It's like no, at the end. Um, and then you want to give a tip of the day? Do we have Ooh, a little I tip? I did a tip last time. You do a tip now. Mm. I think I did. I don't remember what it was. But it was good. The tip of the day. Mm. Just if you have any glimmer of wanting to buy a house, to sit down with a professional before you're ready to write an offer. I mean, I know that yeah. seems self-explanatory, but I'm telling you people... 
Let's listen to preparation is everything. Just sit down and know where you stand and know where your power is and know where maybe some of your deficits are so you can work on it mm-hmm. so that you can be in the strongest position possible because it's only up to you. It's not up to your real estate agent. It's not up to your lender to do those things for you. Yeah. It's up to them to set the expectations and for you to follow through. I agree. And we didn't really get anyone because everyone's on spring break this week about coffee. By the way, Chong's drinking coffee again. Did I tell you that? Shush. I'm dead serious. Black? just black coffee i think so oh really quick yeah speaking of coffee we're gonna end it with this though two drinks i went to black's coffee okay in macarthur by jeff black okay and i got what did i get um cold brew okay but they didn't have coconut milk so that so guess what they had good riddance to them for no coconut milk well they're out they had Oat milk. And I was like, ooh, I'll try it. It was delicious. Delicious. Oh, my God. Hmm. So I had cold brew coffee unsweetened with oat milk. Shout out to Jeff for that. Yeah. Okay. I know. Well, that's how you take your coffee now. Well, no, I don't want the oat milk because I'm like, oh. in my head, I'm like, is there a lot of carbs in it? <laughs> I'd rather have the coconut. But you know what? One more drink. I did learn, and I'm probably slow on this. The other day, we were at our new house, and I brought vodka, and I realized I forgot the soda water, but I brought limes. And Sounds delicious. In the fridge, I realized all I had was the vitamin zero lemonade. Ooh. So vitamin zero lemonade. Lemonade and vodka. Amazing. Hydrating. I'm getting my electrolytes while drinking vodka. I need some pictures, by the way, of the deck. I will. I'm excited about it. All right, you guys. Hi, guys. Enjoy, and please let us know how you take your coffee. And if you live in D.C. area, check out Black's Coffee. Delicious. And, I mean. MacArthur Boulevard? mm Mm-hmm. Seven different ways you can have your coffee there. I'm going to go there. Incredible. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye.